Come one, come all, gather round, my friends. It's time for Adventure Club Theater. If you lend us an ear, the adventure never ends. It's time for Adventure Club Theater. Where theater is the adventure. Welcome to Adventure Club Theater, where theater is the adventure. You dirty liberal. You're like a totally narrow-minded conservative. Have you been caught you in a struggle a between news. two How different sides, in, like, each the convinced facts? they were right? I'm right. No, I'm like totally right. What if they were both wrong? Um, what, what are you, are you talking, talking about? about? Daniel chapter 11 is a complicated prophecy that talks about two warring factions over a long period of time. God's people are caught between these warring factions. You can study these prophecies historically. Hmm, Daniel 11, 3 to 4 must be talking about Alexander the Great. Daniel 11, 16 to 19 may be a reference to Julius Caesar. Although there are a few different interpretations. Ooh, Daniel 11, 36 is referring to revolutionary neo-pagan France and the goddess of reason. What? That's ridiculous! Daniel 11.36 is obviously referring to the Counter-Reformation and the Papacy. You're ridiculous. You're a fool. It's supposed to be no, the No, no, you've wrong. However, we are going to look at Daniel chapter 11 from a more spiritual and figurative perspective. Fascinating. I am intrigued. Tell me more. We know from Daniel chapter 11 that the king of the south engaged in a prolonged war with the king of the north. If we look at the map in the time of Daniel, what kingdoms are located to the south and north of Israel. Egypt is located south of Israel. Babylon is located north of Israel. If we consider Egypt as the king of the south, then what does Egypt symbolize? Ah, Revelation 11, 7-8. When they finish their testimony, the beast that ascends out of the bottomless pit will make war against them, overcome them, and kill them. And their dead bodies will lie in the street of the great city, which spiritually is called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. Revelation chapter 11 verses 7 to 8 is a spiritual reference to Egypt as the place where two witnesses of God were killed and their bodies left in the streets. Now, think back to the first exchange between Moses and Pharaoh in Exodus chapter 5. Thus says the Lord God of Israel, Let my people go that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice to let Israel go? I do not know the Lord nor will I let Israel go. We can conclude that Egypt represents atheism, unbelief in God. If we consider Babylon as the king of the north, then what does Babylon symbolize? Revelation 17, 1 through 6. Then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and talked with me, saying to me, Come, I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits on many waters, with whom the kings of the earth committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he carried me away in the spirit with the wilderness, and I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast, which was full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. The woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet, and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls, having in her hand a golden cup full of abominations and the filthiness of her fornication. And on her forehead a name was written, Mystery, Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of the abominations of the earth. 
I saw the woman, drunk with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. Revelation chapter 17 verses 1 through 6 is a reference to spiritual Babylon as the mother of harlots. If a pure woman is a reference to God's faithful church, you can read Revelation 12, 1 through 6 for more details. Then a harlot woman symbolizes an unfaithful church. Remember, King Nebuchadnezzar tried to use force to get everyone to worship his golden idol. Now, if you are ready at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, or psaltery in symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I have made good. But if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is the God who will deliver you from my hands? We can conclude that Babylon symbolizes false worship of God. That's an interesting take. So, God's people are caught in between a battle between two false paths, atheism and false worship. This does give new meaning to Deuteronomy 28.14. So you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you to this day, to the right or the left, to go after other gods to serve them. This also makes me think of Matthew 7.13. Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. I'm glad we thought of this. Yeah, me too. Wait. Uh, that's okay. Folks, this match has been a slobber knocker. The King of the South and the King of the North have been going at each other for almost an hour. It's been back and forth with several near falls. They're giving it their all with the world title on the line. Oh, the King of the South has staggered the King of the North with a mighty headbutt. Dropkick? The King of the North is down! This might be it, folks. The King of the South is about to lock up the King of the North with his signature submissive move. Wait. The King of the North reverses and gives the King of the South a DDT. This is unbelievable. The King of the North is still hurting, but he makes his way to the top rope. Is he really going to try his signature move in this condition? Wow, he's really going to try to finish off the King of the South with the idolater. The King of the North jumps, he lands on both knees, on the King of the South's chest! The King of the North covers. The King of the North did it! The King of the North did it! He is the new world champion! Wait, what's this? Another wrestler is running into the ring? The King of the North tries to punch him! But this unknown wrestler ducks under it. He's hitting the King of the North with several big hits. The King of the North is in big trouble. He's clotheslined! He picks up the King of the North for a... Powerbomb! The King of the North is down! Who is this guy? Over the centuries, there has been a battle between atheism and false religion. In the end times, false religion will dominate the entire world. However, false religion will ultimately be overthrown. How does this happen? Find out next time in Adventure Club Theater, where theater is the adventure. If you enjoy
the show. Join us next week for another. It's time for Adventure Club Theater. Till we meet again. Yes, we'll see you later. Goodbye from Adventure Club Theater. Where theater is the adventure. This episode was written by Jennifer and David Quatch. Original theme music by Jennifer Quatch. The voice actors in this episode were Christy Wynn, Hi, Violet Kelgard, Richard Briggs, Justin Boom, Brittany Boom, Jordan Gressling, Fred Davis, and David Quatch. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Veggie Boy Project. It is a story of a young man discovering God's health message and his journey into faith.